Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Weekend Extra. It's good to be with you. My name is Joe. This is Jeff. We're excited to dive into a few things that uh, take the weekend a little bit farther and answer a couple of questions that might be on your mind and heart as we listen to this weekend's message. Jeff, how you doing? Good. Very Ex- good. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and just dive right in here. Okay. Um, one of the things that really got my mind rolling, and as I'm out uh, serving, sharing Christ with people, one of the arguments that comes up when we're talking about how everyone's a sinner, what's happening when someone that's obviously not a follower of Christ is doing good? Maybe mm-hmm. they're serving the homeless, or they are a decent dad, or they are... What's happening there? Because they're a sinner, and right. sometimes that keeps them from wanting to believe that they are because they're a good person. What's going on there? Right. Well, <clears throat> that's a very deep question, so there's probably a whole book that we need to write on that, but let me try to put it in a nutshell for you. So um, because we're created to be with Christ and like Christ, when we do Christ-like things, we feel good. Mm. Make sense? So we're, we're by nature sinners, sin dominates us, but God wants us to put it in that restorative relationship. And so when we do things that mimic that restorative relationship, when we do good deeds, now these aren't necessarily good deeds empowered by the gospel of Jesus Christ or the Holy Spirit, but just we're do, feed a homeless person, you know, help kids, help a charity or whatever. If you'll notice, that often is the, 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 the favorite part of that person's life. They can't wait to volunteer. They can't wait to help out. They can't wait to be kind. And what they're doing is they're getting a taste of what it would be like to be a follower of Jesus Christ, right? So the Bible tells us that. The Bible says that God uh, causes it to rain on, on the righteous and the unrighteous. So unrighteous people can have benefits of following God's truth. So I can, as, a, as an unbelieving person... If I followed biblical marriage principles, it would help my marriage be healthy. If I followed biblical financial principles, you know, I'm making stuff up, it would help my finances be healthy. If I do the good deeds that God commands His church to do, if I do them, it'll give me some of those same feelings. So instead of what happens then is, is we replace those things, like you said, like I'm a good person, look what I did. Instead of recognizing those that they're like they're like echoes of what life could be like, they're they're shadows of the deeper fulfillment and joy that we can have, and so they become a little bit like momentary things. But that that's what's going on. Anytime you take any part of the Bible and implement it into your life, whether you follow Jesus or not, it's going to benefit you yeah. because it's the truth of our Creator um, that we're bringing into our lives. And that can be. A great evangelistic tool. Because oh yeah, because you can harp on like that taste that you have. It's like imagine if that was transformed from the inside out. Absolutely. In fact, you know one of the things we talk about here, at Grace, a lot is do good with someone. Mm-hmm. So when you have a friend, if your friend's not a believer and and they they have a cause, you know, it's the save the dogs or whatever, you know, do good with them. That that's fun to do together to volunteer with somebody. Uh, but use it as a relational basis. Use it as a as a, a teaching tool, kind of as you said. But but that's what's going on. And by the way, it doesn't it doesn't invalidate those good deeds. It's not like we do them for the right reasons and they do them for different reasons. Therefore, their deeds are no good. It, they're just not eternal. That that's all uh, because the 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 empowerment of God isn't behind them. It doesn't mean that they're jerks and we're not. Right. You know, it, we're talking about eternal things and soul things. So. Yeah. Because sometimes even we're jerks. Yeah. So big right. jerk, big ugly jerk. Thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. 
All right. So now uh, I'll encourage you. Oh, this feels <laughs> warm and fuzzy. You're not ugly. <laughs> that was so convincing. Just warm fuzzies all over. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> talking about interacting with people that you would respect. Um, <laughs> I'd like to talk a little bit. You mentioned something in the sermon I thought was great. Like we we learn to interact with God by the way that we uh, interact with our parents. Yeah. So why don't you give a little bit of encouragement or advice to maybe some folks that didn't grow up with good parents. So they're stuck with a past where they don't know how to interact well, yeah. but yet God wants to interact with them in a healthy way. Right. What can we do with that? So it's fascinating. The command, honor your father and mother, shows up more than once in the Bible. It never says, honor your father and mother if they are righteous, holy people. Mm. So it, the, the whole point of that command, maybe not the whole point, one of the major points of that command is that I learned to live with God as I learned to live with my mom and dad. I learned to, as I interact under that relational authority, I learned to live with God. And so if you have difficult parents, you have non-God-honoring parents, how do you honor them? That's a conversation because it's going to look different, obviously. And that's where in your life group or with a pastor or something like that, you kind of figure those things out. But honor them nonetheless, right? So my my father, let's say that my father was a, like my father's father was kind of a, a, a difficult, uh, cruel man. Well, my father took him into our home and cared for him and his failing health. My father paid his bills and my father was respectful to his father. Now, when my grandpa died, there wasn't like, you know, this is a godly guy and heaven's rejoicing kind of a thing. There was like things to process. But my father honored him by being Christ-like toward him, mm. even though he was kind of difficult to, to love. So that, that even that is teaching. He, my father taught me about, you know, how do I respond to him? My father was illustrating that uh, the heart of God to his father, right? See, so it's just a cyclical thing that that's important. And I think for parents, like, you know, the, the command is to children, well, there's a, there's a uh, echo of that with parents, right? So we know that uh, children uh, gain their view of God specifically through their father. And so as a father, I want to be a godly father. I want to have godly character and love and patience and strength and truth and all that with my own children. And that teaches them how to respond to me because we have the perfect heavenly father and it's hard to respond to him. So it's just all practice. It all kind of works together. It's part of why the family is so important. But but that's that's what's going on. And it, it teaches us how to live under authority and, and how to live with somebody that we don't always understand, but to trust and, and have faith in them. I love that stuff. And one of the things I'm always encouraged about as I look at my own life following God is that I'm reminded that interacting with God and learning how to do so is a lifelong process. Absolutely. And yep. so encouraged by that. So no matter how much you feel like you have to learn, it's okay. Because yep. God's got the rest of your life in front of you to continue to work with Him and build that relationship. Well, that's all we got this week. Jeff, thanks for sharing and getting into that stuff. You can check out more of our resources online on the YouTube page, our Facebook page and stuff. And uh, if you want to really dig into which one of us is better looking, that's at our MySpace page. So check that out. You can rate everything there and uh, we'll catch you later. See you next week on the Weekend Extra.